We are so excited that this latest message from Truth Movement Church can meet you where you are today. This message from TMC will help you to apply the truth of God's word to your everyday life. It's practical and powerful. Enjoy his word. Amen. Um, we are going to continue in this series where we are winding it down. This will be our uh, second to last week of this series. Um, I believe that this series has been fruitful. Um, and, and, and I believe that God has a few more things that he desires to say. So here's the, here's the difference. Today, I need for you to pull out your Bibles, your electronic versions of those, and you're going to have to make some marks in it. So you're going to have to highlight some stuff. You're going to have to underline some stuff. This is going to be like almost like a class today. I'm not going to stand up here. My desire is not to stand up here and sweat and, and spit all over the place and do those different things. I, I want to be very clear. Now, there's, there's a few things that I want you to have before we finish this series. Amen? <clears throat> so if you could turn to uh, the book of Genesis, chapter 2, verse 7, the NIV version. And when, you, when, you, when you've got that, put in your note section because I'm... I'm I'm acting as if you guys study on a regular basis right now. Put in your note section, Hebrews chapter 12, verse 15, the NLT version. We're going to be working with Hebrews, but we're going to start out with Genesis. Hebrews 12, 15, NLT version. I just got one verse there and a few in the book of Genesis. Shout, I got it when you got it. I have two I got it. <laughs> we, we, got, we got a problem if I only got two. Don't try to download the app now. It's too late. You should have had it on your phone. <laughs> okay. I got to stop joking. Book of Genesis chapter 2, verse 7, the NIV version. And this is what it says. Then the Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground. Stop there. I want you to highlight that word ground. In your Bible. Then the Lord God formed a man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And the man became a living being. Now watch, Moses is the writer of the book of Genesis. Now he just transitions almost to something else. Watch him. The very next verse. Now the Lord, had, now the Lord God had planted a garden in the east, in Eden, and there he put the man he had formed. What did he form him out of? Say it louder. Be a good class today and say it louder. Watch verse 8. Now the Lord God had planted a garden in the east in Eden, and there he put the man he had formed. The Lord God made all kinds of trees grow out of the? Say it louder. Let's go back to verse 9 because I want you to have this. The Lord God made all kinds of trees grow out of the ground, trees that were pleasing to the eye and good for food. In the middle of the garden where the tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 15. Go ahead and turn there. Hebrews 12, 15. While you go, I'm just going to read it. We got one verse. Look after, look after each other so that none of you fails to receive the grace of God. Watch out that no poisonous root of bitterness grows up to trouble you, corrupting many. I'll read it again because I know you don't have it yet. <laughs> look after each other. This is the NLT version. Look after each other 
so that none of you fails to receive the grace of God. Watch out that no poisonous root of bitterness grows up to trouble you, corrupting many. Our topic for discussion today is the evolution of bitterness. Say that with me, the evolution of bitterness. In verse, or chapter 2, verse 7, 9, that we read in the book of Genesis, um, God is in creation mode. And uh, he fashions the first human, the first man, um, out of the ground. Takes him, he, he pulls together some dirt, and he breathes into it, and he has the first man. Um, not only does God fashion the first man out of the ground, but the man's name, the first man's name is Adam, is derived from what he came from. So that word ground, if you do a short little word study, if you do a very small word study, right, this is very small word study. If you, you look at that word ground and you will find that the Hebrew word used in the original text is the word Adama. Say Adama. The Hebrew word used for ground is the word Adama, and God creates this man out of Adama, and now he has Adam. Right? I don't think it's by chance that God not only creates man out of, creates man out of ground, but he names him after what he came out of. Because if you live life long enough, you will find that some of the characteristics that are in the ground are within man. Wait a second. It's 2010. Uh, a fellow by the name of Ron, Ron um, Sfeden. I want to make sure I said his name right. I don't know why that mattered to me so much. Um, but a fellow by the name of Ron Sfeden was rushed to the hospital, 75-year-old man, rushed to the hospital because he was experiencing emphysema, shortness of breath. And um, the family was preparing themselves once he had gotten to the hospital. Um, they were preparing themselves um, for like the diagnosis of cancer. You know, they were super worried. And uh, he had been experiencing shortness of breath for a long time. He's you know, up in age and um, the family was worried. So after two weeks of testing, um, the doctor comes back to Mr. Sfeden, who's 75 years old, uh, and he says, well, good news, there's no cancer. He's like, yeah. He says, but we did happen to find a plant growing in your lungs. He says, there wasn't no cancer. The shortening of a breath wasn't caused by the cancer. The, 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 the symptoms that you were experiencing wasn't caused by cancer. It was caused by a plant growing in your lung. True story. You can go look it up. The funny, the thing that caught me off guard about the story, which was like hilarious to me, is that the doctors, like Mr. Sfeden, is like, well, how did, I, how did this happen? 75 years old, and the doctor says to him, um, well, you must have been eating some peas, and one of them went down the wrong way. Mr. Sweet is 75 years old, but he peas all of his life, and he tells him that one time you were eating peas, and one of them, so one of them, went down the wrong way. Watch what happened. Because of our makeup, because of what we come from, because of what we, what we were created out of, we are the perfect environment 
for things that go down the wrong way. You know that thing that happened in my childhood? It went down the wrong way. I, I fell in love, and, and it, was, it was great at first, but it just went down the wrong way. I trusted them with my heart, and I was vulnerable with them, but something along, it just went down the wrong way. I, I was on that job, and I was doing great, and I don't know what happened between me and my boss, but something just went down the wrong way. And, and, and here's the power of this. When, 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 because of how we, we've been created and, and what we're made out of, when things go down the wrong way, every, and it's not everything that goes down the wrong way, but when things do go down the wrong way, they have the potential to grow. Mr. Mr. Sweden had been eating peas all of his life, and one time something went down the wrong way, and he's... <sighs> Something's wrong. I got to go to the hospital. You, you could be, in, you, you could be in, in, in a marriage for 10 years and one thing goes down the wrong way. Oh, gosh, I'm, I'm teaching way better than y'all responded. One thing can go down the wrong way, and it's all over. And I've got all of these symptoms and things I'm trying to figure out and things I'm trying to put in place because of, the, because of this one thing, this one thing that goes down the wrong way. And the problem that we, don't, that, that we don't always assess and give credit to is that once it goes down the wrong way, it grows. Okay. Yeah, I didn't come to have a church today. It's all right. So, so let's walk. Let's go to, let's go to the, the book of Hebrews. Chapter 12, 15. Look after each other so that none of you fails to receive the grace of God. Watch out that no poisonous root of bitterness grows up to trouble you, corrupting many. Now. Um, we don't know who the, the writer of the book of Hebrews was, but they were uber smart. Um, if you ever read the book of Hebrews, and I'm not challenging what they wrote here at all. Um, but I don't know anything about the evolution of plants, nor the life cycle of plants. I'm one of those folks who does, I don't own, like they said, a green finger. Is that, that's what it's called, like when you can go out and green thumb. There you go. That tells you how much I know about plants and stuff. I, I, it's terrible. My grass gives me the business. It's just like I can't keep up with it. But when I looked at the text, it started to talk about a root of bitterness. And again, I'm, I'm, I'm not a farmer. I don't know anything about this stuff. But in order to get a root, you first must have, must have a seed. Now, um, the, the seed of bitterness doesn't beget a root of bitterness. The seed for bitterness is the seed of offense. That's point number one, the seed of offense. Now, this is more class-like today, right? I, I hear a lot of air. Everybody's looking. <laughs> Let's define offense. I wrote a, I'm, I'm a good teacher because I wrote down a definition for y'all. It says this, offense is the feeling of being attacked or transgressed against, resulting in emotional trauma. I know I hit that mug with a hammer. Pow. I'll read it again. 
the feeling of being attacked or transgressed against, resulting in emotional trauma. Now, I like my definition, but here is the problem with offense. This is my biggest issue with offense. It's subjective. You get to determine the boundaries you set. Without fact-finding, without having any information, I get to determine these invisible boundaries that everyone has to adhere to. And if, and if, and if you cross the line with me, that's, that's an offense. That's an, that's an offense. Okay, I want to show it to you physically, but just still looking. Let me have my, my stuff. I told you I'm teaching today. Let's do one for, this is for God. This is for God. Now, God, I've been praying about this thing, and um, I believe it's supposed to go this far. And if it crosses this line, God, that's an offense. That's a transgression. I put, I've been on my knees for seven days praying about this, God. And if, if it goes any further, if you don't turn it around, shall turn it around. We like that song, and that's the narrative we like to preach. If you don't turn it around, then you're, you're not being God, and that's an offense. Okay. Let's do one for Those are my values. Unfounded values. Because I've, I've told them, I, I wrote them a letter. I wrote him a letter and I told him exactly how I feel about red Skittles. The red Skittle is the most important Skittle to me. And every time I open my bag of red Skittles, I, I, it feels like they put less red Skittles in the bag ever since I wrote my letter. You can place value on anything. Okay. These are my, uh, let's do it over here. These are my insecurities. Yeah, I, I, I had on my best outfit. And my makeup was fierce. I posted the picture, and I only got three likes, but I got 250 friends. And to make matters worse, my best friend, who she calls herself my best friend, she was on Instagram at the time, and she didn't like my picture. So I know she saw that picture. Okay. This one is my respect. I'm the man of this house. And it just feels like every time I chart a direction for my family, she just tears it down. She doesn't agree. She doesn't step in line and do what a woman is supposed to do. The kids, the, the kids, they, you know, they ask me why too much. I'm a man. You don't ask me why. This is my house. And when I say something, okay. These are my expectations.
I, to be honest with you, I expected more by now. I, I expected to have more money. I expected to have a better title. I expected our marriage to be just a bit different. I just expected more. And, and here's it. If my expectations aren't met by ne- this time next year, now God gets starts to get blamed. Now God. This one's the good one. Because this one is the, it represents our unknown offenses. Because all of us have had that moment, this moment in life where something happens and I didn't know I had feelings associated with it. You know, it took place and it happened and it made me feel some kind of So now, I'm standing in my boundaries that I've set. And anybody, anybody who was introduced to my life has to work their way around and in and through all of, all of my seeds of offense. And I keep trying to understand, well, 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 why is it not working with this person? And why can't we communicate? And why can't we see eye to eye? It's because I didn't know I was stepping over your offenses. Oh gosh, I'm, I'm, I'm pushing myself. So, the, so, 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 listen to this. The, the, the next, the next point, is the root of bitterness. This is the seed of bitterness, but then it's the, the root of bitterness. Oh gosh, y'all, y'all see this? This is what I've learned about offense, and I'm speaking personally. I try to be as transparent up here as I can. Because I set the boundaries for the offense, I get to choose if I'm offended or not. Wouldn't you agree? So, so they can be wrong, but that doesn't mean I have to be offended. So a lot of times, they addressed me, but it felt like an attack. They corrected me, but it felt like a criticism. This is all of these tentacles of offense. And then, so once you've planted all of my tentacles of offense, it turns into this this root system, this bitter root system that everybody has to deal with. And they're tripping over stuff, and they're falling. And and what's funny is that when people learn that there's offense there, they tiptoe around. Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. I I didn't mean to do that. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I didn't know that was there. Because here's the thing. Although we see this sitting up here, where do roots grow? Beneath the surface. So all of this, listen to this, all of these things are taking place in our heart and our mind and in our soul. And it's not obvious to anybody but you. Check this out. Somebody comes into your life and, 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 and they pluck on the offense of, <laughs> pick one, my insecurities. I think that was insecurity because I get them mixed up with so many of them. They pluck on the offense of insecurity, but they never saw it. 
I didn't know you were insecure about your, your weight. I, I, I didn't know you were insecure about your hair. I, I, I didn't know you were insecure. I, I didn't know you were insecure. So when they say it and they, and they do it, now they, they feel as if I got to stay on the outside because I don't know which way to go. And it's like double dutch, right? I just got to kind of figure out my, my space. All of this is taking place beneath the surface. So now, listen to what the writer says in Hebrews. He says this, look after each other so that none of you fails to receive the grace of God. Here's the important part. Watch out that no poisonous root of bitterness grows up to trouble who? Mm -mm, We got to work better than that. He says, watch out that no poisonous root of bitterness grows up to trouble who? Wait. Did he just say that a root of bitterness is going to cause trouble for me? Listen to this now. He says that all of this, this, this intricate web of bitterness that you've, that you've now grown inside of yourself, it's going to trouble you. Oh, gosh, and I get this. He, he says, listen to me. The reason why in every exchange you feel like somebody's taking advantage of you is because of this bitter root. It's going to trouble you. It's, every time I have a conversation with her, it just don't sit well with me. It, it's not because of her it's going to trouble. I'm the one dealt, left dealing with my feelings every single time we have an argument or a discussion because of my bitterness. Not because of you, it's because of me. And what we don't understand is that when we set all these, um, these oh God, unfounded boundaries, it only troubles That discussion that your boss had at work and he addressed the crowd only troubled you. He, he talking about me. No, I'm, I'm listen, I'm serious. He's talking about me. He never, he never called your name. He just said that we have an issue. I'm the issue now, okay? I'm the issue. Listen to me. This is the power of a bitter root is because now every engagement, every new friend, every relationship, every best friend, every marriage, on every job, everybody has to deal with all of this. And you're standing in the middle thinking to yourself, it ain't me. They won't let their guard down with me. For some reason, they won't let their guard down with me. Well, it's because they can't get close enough. Shout bitter root. Now, let's get some more of this. Are y'all getting anything from this? Okay. Now, let's do the last one. I'm going to do the last one. I'm going to push. Let's recap real quick. Part number one is what? Say it louder than that. The second part is a root of bitterness. And the third one, let's go back to our verse. Hebrews 12, 15. He says, look after each other so that none of you fails to receive the grace of God. 
Watch out that no poisonous root of bitterness grows up to trouble who? Watch what he says next. Corrupting many. He says, first it's going to trouble you. But then it's going to spread. Our last and final point is a poisonous fruit. Say it with me, poisonous fruit. Now, all of us, every person sitting in here, every person, I don't care how old, how young, uh, all of us, when God created us, he had our production in mind. Meaning that when he went to the, to the, to the soil of the earth and he, and he, and, and he that was Adama, and then he, he, he breathes into um, Adam, he said, the same thing that I expected of this earth is the same thing that I expect of Adam. Okay, watch. I'll go back to the verse we started with, Genesis 2 and 8. Now the Lord God had planted a garden in the east, in Eden, and there he put the man who he had formed. The Lord God made all kinds of trees grow out of the ground. Watch this now, verse 9. The Lord God made all kinds of trees grow out of the ground, trees that were pleasing to the eye and what? Good for food. In other words, what Moses says, every tree that God caused to grow out of the ground was safe for consumption. Meaning that you could walk up on the ground and whatever came out of the ground, it was good produce. But the problem is, is that when we allow seeds of offense grow into roots of bitterness, it will lace the fruit that's supposed to be good to eat. God says, listen, he looked at, he looked at Adam. He says, listen, I want you to go be fruitful and do what? Multiply. So when people come to you and everybody's sitting in this space today, this is the part that I want you to get. Everybody's sitting here today. There are people in your life and people coming into your life that are looking what you're supposed to produce. And it has to be good for food. It has to be the thing that nourishes them. It has to be the thing that gives them stability and gives them sustenance. When they walk up on your ground, you are supposed to be producing stuff that is safe for consumption. But when bitterness sets in, it corrupts the fruit. <laughs> now, you say, well, Wanzo, how is that so? You say, Wanzo, um, I've been wanting to, I, I, I need to open up to somebody. And are you a safe place? Watch this now. Are you a safe place for your friends to come open up? Share those secret things about themselves. Are you a safe place for that? Are you safe to teach a young man how to be a man? Are you safe to teach your daughter how to be a mother? Check. I, I'm, I'm going to give you a, 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 I am very um, particular. 
I'm not saying, uh, me and my wife are very particular. We are very intentional about this. If, if, if what you're producing, if the seeds that you plant that come from your mouth aren't positive, you can't be around my kids. Check me out now. <laughs> Get real deep, y'all. I don't care if you're family or not. I've got to be able to trust you with her ground. Oh, God. I've got to be able to trust you with my son's heart. I've got to be able to trust you with my son's mind. And if you have laced your produce, oh, God, if you've laced what you're supposed to produce with bitterness, I can't let you around them. Check me out. There are some, there are some, there are some married couples, and, and one of the spouses have become bitter. They're no longer safe. No longer safe. I have to make sure and I have to be intentional about everything that comes from me. Every word that I speak is supposed to bring life. Oh, gosh. Every conversation that I have, I'm supposed to be uplifting someone. And if, and if I've allowed myself to get into a space where the words that are coming out of my mouth are tearing people down, well, you know how they are. I'm saying something, but I ain't saying nothing. It is a seed of offense that grows into a root of bitterness that produces a poisonous fruit. I want you, that's the only thing I wanted to get across to I want you to see it visually. It is a seed of offense that produces a root of bitterness that produces a poisonous fruit. There are people, there are babies. <laughs> There are children, there are co-workers, there are, there, there are people that sit in this church right now that need for you to be a safe place for them to come. What I'm trying to get you to see, have, have I allowed a root to grow in my life? And if it has, I've got the answer. God says, I still do miracles. You see, I'm the one that created you. <laughs> and I know what's supposed to come from you. And I still identify with what I put in you. So if you're willing, if you desire for it to be, I'll pull up the root. God says I'm willing to pull up the root because here's the thing. I'm tired. I'm tired, God, of doing this thing by myself. I'm tired of being here feeling as if I'm by myself. And I don't, I, I don't always understand it. I've created this. Oh, God. Listen, check this out, and I'm going to get out of here. What we tend to do with our bitterness is that we quarantine ourselves while we're going through a bitter place. And then we social distance the places where we don't want people to talk about. I won't even bring that up anymore. I'll keep it away from them. That doesn't mean that you're not bitter. I'm just staying away from you so that I don't infect you. Listen to me now. I'm supposed to get close to you. I'm supposed to engage with you because God put something in you that I need. Listen to me, y'all. I personally don't know how I would have made it through life if it were not the people that God placed in my life. 
that had good produce. Oh, gosh, they, they, they saw me on this journey of life, and they knew that I was starting to get weary, and they just so happened to have exactly what I needed when I needed it. And I'm so glad that God trusted certain people to be in my life because they knew exactly what I needed. Can you be that person? God says, I know what I put in you. Can I do this one thing? The text says in the book of Genesis. So a man, we got to plant a seed. And then we expect for we water it and it'll grow. I want you to know this bitterness that's in your life, the ground was prepared for it when you were a kid and things have been watering it over the years and it's starting to grow, right? But this is not what I want to talk about. The text says that when, when God decided for trees to grow, he said trees to grow. He said just trees to grow. He, he caused all sorts of trees to grow out of the ground that were good for food. He never planted a seed. Wanzo, I've never been loved before. So how do you expect for me to love? God knows what he put in you. And when he causes it to grow, it'll grow. Listen to me. I don't know how to be a dad. I don't know how to be a friend. I've never seen a good friend. God says, listen, if you're willing to be what I created you to be, and if you're willing to come to me and open yourself up, I'll cause it to grow. Okay. Listen. I met this, this young man about 20 years ago. And um, he used to call himself Management 101. You know, he, he used to call himself all this stuff. And, and over time, um, he became part of the family. He became part of uh, my in-law's family. And he was under the tutelage of my father-in-law. He didn't have a dad. He has a father, but his father wasn't in his life. But my father-in-law had to be good produce. He had to be good produce so that he could get the sustenance that he needed. So a couple years later, I just so happened, I was running a facility at the time, and I needed somebody good. And I know that he had been eating good produce because he had been around my father-in-law. And I say to myself, hey, man, I want to get that kid a job. He's okay. So he comes and he works and he starts to do his thing. And, uh, you know, I see that the kid is very talented, extremely talented. And, and so I, I, I say to him, listen, man, you want more opportunity? You want to do this? Yeah, I want management 101. I want more. I don't know if it's management 101. You call it management something. So once I started to, to, to dive into this relationship with him, um, he and I became very close. He's one of my better friends to this very day, but I noticed something in him. My father-in-law noticed something in him, and we would mess with him. <laughs> we would say to him, boy, you're going to preach one day. Man, please. Listen to me, y'all. That was produce. This gentleman gets up here today to take up an offering. 
and he preaches a full-on sermon. Because somebody was the produce that he needed at the time. Listen to me. Don't allow bitterness to take away what God needs you to give. Because God is trusting you with people in your life to be what they need. Stand to your feet. Thank you for streaming the latest message from Truth Movement Church. We pray that you found something in God's word that you can deposit into your heart for future use. To stay connected with our ministry, like us on Facebook or Instagram, or learn more about us by visiting www.truthmovementchurch.org.